I generally find that when I am really, really angry and frustrated about something, and when I really want to complain about it, that it sometimes is very, very difficult to get myself out of that, what I refer to as being locked into a loop of just continuing to complain about the situation over and over and over again. And I know that at a deeper level, it's just energy that's moving through me and that somehow I have taken that emotional energy and feeling like I need to dissipate it in the form of complaining to someone about it. And it could be complaining to the person that I'm frustrated with or angry at. It could be to someone else that's a third party that may or may not have something to do with it. I do want to back up and say that while I am, you know, certainly, I don't find myself being prone to getting incredibly angry and frustrated a lot of the time. Most people I have met and have spent any time with have found that I tend to have what's referred to as a very long fuse. I will, I'm, I generally, it's, you know, it's, it's nothing that makes me any different from anyone else. I'm just a flawed human being, but I tend to, and I think that may be why when I finally do get angry and frustrated and upset, it really manifests itself in me having some sort of angry outburst. And since I have practiced mindfulness over the years, and it's something that's available to all of us, and there's nothing special about me for doing this, it's just that I have been where, where mindfulness practice has really helped me cope more effectively with my own anger and with my frustration that I'm feeling and the need for me to somehow verbalize this and dissipate this energy in the form of complaining or yelling at someone or being angry about something is that I know that I don't have, I know this is what I'm doing to myself. I can literally, because of, me, of practicing a meditative discipline or my, you know, such as mindfulness practice, it makes it easier to become aware that I am starting to go down this road, that I'm getting very, very carried away with thoughts of being angry, thoughts of being frustrated. And I am literally just minutes away from having a situation like this happen with me today. And so I feel like there's really no better time for me to talk about this than right now. I mean, I I wish I could have talked about it when I was in the midst of, you know, still feeling this incredibly angry energy. Uh, But that was really, I just, it was just not possible for me to speak objectively when I was in the midst of all that. And yet, as I say that, I was able to be more objective, and that is really what is so important about mindfulness practice. That is probably the most important byproduct, the most important result of undertaking and sustaining a practice like mindfulness is that it's really all about objectivity. It's really about being able to see that everything that we're thinking about what we're feeling is not true. It is not reality. And it's nothing against anyone who believes that it is. And it's not up to me to say what is reality and what isn't for anyone else other than myself. But it really, in the moment, when I am really carried away with being angry and frustrated with someone or more than one person, 
It is really what brings me back to the present moment. It's really what allows me to come back to the here and now and realize that just because I feel like I want to complain and I want to voice my displeasure about what is happening or what has happened, that it is actually not really going to change much of anything. Now, I realize there are some constructive ways to complain, but I'm speaking more along the lines of everyday situations where we are dealing with, and a lot of times it's people that are providing some kind of a service or they're taking care of us in some way. Uh, As we are a society of people and really a, a, a world full of people that are looking after one another that so much, so many of our interactions and so much of our energy goes into our encounters, the encounters that we have with as we help one another. And a lot of cases, we find that when we when it, when what we're expecting does not occur, then it's really it gets to a point where it's very very difficult to be objective because we're too busy being angry and feeling frustrated about what, what it is that we expect and are not getting or not experiencing. And I had one of those situations today. I still don't really know why I behaved this way. It is not something that I do often. I'm clearly human, and I'm clearly uh, as susceptible to doing this as anyone. But generally, for the most part, I'm, and I think it really has everything to do with mindfulness practice that I'm able to just be in touch with whatever it is I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. And if I can do that, and this is something that anyone who practices this can do, is to just be aware that we're starting to go down this road. I mean, we can become aware that we're starting to get angry, that we're starting to get frustrated. Someone is irritating us in some way or what they're doing is irritating us or what they're saying. And at that moment, we can have that realization, that aha moment that we don't really have to go down this road if we don't want to. I really don't have to get angry. Or even, let's take it even further, if I get angry and am angry, it doesn't mean that I have to vent my frustration on other people or to other people. I don't have to yell at anyone. I don't have to be brusque with anyone. I don't have to be short or curt with anyone at all. I don't have to yell and scream about it. I don't have to... uh, put that kind of negative energy out in the world and because it really affects me as well as everyone else that's around me and not to mention if someone believes in the fact that all of this energy is universal it affects all of us all the time I won't get too tied up in that right at the moment but I at least felt the need to mention that at the very least because we are all really in this together so what I where I found myself today was I was having one of those moments And one of those days, I wouldn't really call it one of those days. I don't think that I was really angry about anything before this happened. And the story itself really isn't important because it's just another day in the life. It is just, you know, sometimes part of being human, I have found and accepted that this is just sometimes what it's like to be human. We're going to have frustrations. We're going to have situations not go the way that we want. And a lot of times what I find is if I'm really wrapped up in whatever else it is that I've got going on and telling myself that I don't have time for this aggravation, I don't have time for this frustration, it's just really something that I'm telling myself because I'm not the only one 
that has a long list of things that needs to be done today. I'm not the only one. And if I can just remind myself of these things, and I know that I don't want to get to the point where it becomes so automatic that it's not happening spontaneously or genuinely in the moment that I'm having to somehow keep this list of what I'm supposed to do if and when I get angry and frustrated. This is really more along the lines of just being willing to be open. And the more that I practice being open to this wisdom, the more that I can actually not spend, you know, the more that I can not spend hours and hours, if not days, just endlessly trapped in a loop of being angry and frustrated and taking it out on the world, so to speak. I don't want to be that person. I've been that person before, but that's ultimately the reason for the practice is that I really want to be able to not get carried away and believe and identify with everything that I'm thinking about what I'm feeling. So I had one of those unbelievable aha moments today. I basically had to go and pick up a package that was supposed to arrive and it was something very critical for business. So this is one of those things that was time sensitive. And there again, I am one of many, many people dealing with things like this. So I had to end up speaking to several parties to figure out where this the package was supposed to, it was actually a document supposed to be delivered by a certain time, did not get delivered. And so I find myself at a location going to pick this up after it was not delivered as promised. And I was in line. And of course it was one of those things where I was finding myself waiting quite a long time and the frustration was building. And I just, I was angry that I had to be there. And it sounds so silly and ridiculous. I mean, it's everything I can do to keep from laughing at how childish I was. Now, I wasn't necessarily acting that way outwardly, completely. I'm sure if someone knows me, saw me in those moments, they may have been able to pick up on my negative energy that I was not happy. But it wasn't like I was standing around with a, a, you know, just a gigantic scowl on my face and, you know, just inventing my frustrations to other people. But it, the most beautiful thing happened. I continued to stand in line, and it was a you know very long line. And there again, I'm one of very you know I'm one of very many people today who've had to deal with the frustration of standing in line. And I literally realized that as I was doing that today, that you know what, this is not just me. I'm not a victim. This is just sometimes what it's like to be a human being living on Earth, dealing with the things that we deal with. And at the same time, I also wanted to remember that there are many things to be grateful for as well and really try to keep it in perspective and keep it in balance. So suffice it to say that I get to the counter where the where I'm going to pick up this document and the gentleman that is there and, and I'm you know, giving him my, uh, my tag and giving him my information so that he can retrieve this document for me. And I had this unbelievable urge, and I think it really was, and I don't want to get into the uh, um, speculating about what, you know, what the, the metaphysics of this need to do this came from or where it came from, but I felt myself wanting to just literally not scream at him, but just tell him how frustrated and angry I was. But I became aware of the fact very quickly that this was a large corporation that provides this delivery service. There was no way in the world that me saying anything to this gentleman was going to change anything. And so I, I realized that very quickly, but yet I felt the urge. There was something in me 
that I really wanted to tell and really, really unburden myself and really tell him the entire story. And it sounds so, because it is, on some level, it's unbelievably childish and ridiculous. Now, I'm not beating myself up emotionally or judging myself harshly. It's actually comical. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things. Another byproduct of practicing mindfulness over a period of time is that we begin to see the silliness of our own humanness. We begin to see that so much of what we feel is so serious and so dire really, really isn't. And I'm not making light of any any difficulties or tri- trials or tribulations or troubles that anyone's going through. I'm speaking more along the lines of these, what I'd refer to as everyday inconveniences, just, you know, waiting for things, things not happening when we think they're supposed to happen, frustrations that we have with other people. It may be our family, close people who are close to us. It may be people we work with, whatever it is, but it's just, it, and it makes it so much harder if I take all this stuff seriously, if I internalize all of these thoughts, if I'm really holding on to my frustrations and my disappointment that I feel with people. And I'm really believing that I am the victim and I'm really feeling like I'm, you know, I'm carrying all this. The weight of this just gets to be unbearable after a while. And it is sometimes I had my, one of my teachers said very recently, and he was talking about how when we don't get what we want, sometimes not getting what we want is almost as wonderful and delicious as getting what we want. And in this case, he was speaking of, about his love for Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And he was, there was a specific flavor that he wanted. And he went to the store, couldn't find it. He really was having a, a tough, difficult day. Went to another store, went, ended up going to three stores, could not find the, the particular flavor of ice cream he was looking for. And at that point, he kind of laughed out loud to himself and realized that he was actually getting as much satisfaction out of not getting what he wanted than if he would have gotten what he wanted because it's so sometimes it's so delicious to want to be the victim it's and and i speak from personal experience i can't speak from anyone else's experience other than my own and i know that sometimes it it really is there's something you know unbelievably and it, and sometimes disturbingly satisfying about not getting what we want and what we put ourselves through. And a lot of it has to do with what we tell ourselves and our self-talk and our sense of righteousness about how we deserve this and didn't get it. And I'm only talking about myself. And it is incredibly comical to realize that I have, you know, it's, it's sad that I have wasted this time and energy. But at the same time, it is so silly that I have gotten so caught up in the need to be able to vent these these feelings or my thoughts about these feelings to other people and i i get to my place in line and i and of course i you know because of the practice i'm already aware of the fact that i have gone well down this road i know without a doubt unmistakable you know unmistakable you know unmistakable without any hesitation and and making no mistake about it that i really was wrapped up in this And so what ends up happening is that I know this. And so when it's my turn, I stand there and I just, I felt it was almost like this tidal wave of energy, you know, coming to a crest in my mind. And at some point I really did want to just, and and yet what's so beautiful is I really wanted to unburden myself with him and express my displeasure at his company and for what they did. And he had nothing to do with it, clearly. But it's amazing how as humans sometimes we don't we get so angry we don't care 
if it's the person who's responsible for it. It's just someone standing there, <laughs> unfortunately, and, and it's, you know, what, what do they call that? It's, uh, uh, you know, wrong, wrong place, wrong time, so to speak. And it just happens. And I came so close to starting to do that. And it was just maybe just a hair's breadth of what I call perspective or objectivity. There was some deep inner wisdom that was telling me, and there again, I wasn't really hearing anything. It was just my own deep inner wisdom, my own intuition. I knew that there was no win in this for me, and there certainly wasn't any win in this for him for me to go ahead and act on that impulse to be able to just let him have it and tell him exactly you know how how much this ruined my day and it only ruins my day if i decided it ruined my day it doesn't it didn't ha- it doesn't it didn't and doesn't have to and i think part of the healing for me is that i can sit here and speak about this you know not even an hour after this occurred but it was beautiful because when i got to my place in line and he's filling out the form and going to retrieve this document there was all this stuff in my head and it, there was a lot of noise in my head, but yet I was listening to, I was not listening to that. I was just listening to what was going on around me. And it was this very quiet, orderly business where there was just a few people in there. There was a little bit of chatter back and forth and it was very, very quiet. And yet here this this huge tidal wave, you know, coming to crash onto something in my head, but it didn't have to. The wave just could have, you know, it. I had the ability to just stand out of the way and just let the wave move on back out to the ocean, so to speak. I don't know if that really works that way, but in this case, this is what I, this is what I'm seeing, and just let it happen. And I stood there and ended up having a pleasant conversation with him, still with that impulse in my head. And at some point, because I was paying more attention, and this is what mindfulness practice is all about. It's about. I'm paying attention to my mind, I'm aware of these thoughts, and then I'm trying to expand outwardly and to pay attention to what's going on around me and you know what is actually happening in the present moment. What's happening in the present moment is that there are a lot of beautiful things going on around me. It's peaceful, it's quiet, nothing bad is happening. The only thing that's going on that is 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 really not so helpful is that I have got all these thoughts running through my head. But if I just take the time to step away from those and pay attention to what's going on in the here and now, those thoughts, it's amazing. I mean, it's, I remember one of the first times I had this experience that it was just this, this unbelievable, uh, amount of chatter in my head, mind chatter, mind traffic, whatever you want to call it. It just has a life of its own. And it, if, and if I don't really take the time to identify with it and believe it, whatever I'm thinking, and I don't, you know, I'm not identifying with being the victim of whatever I'm thinking, it just passes right on by me and it takes some time, but all I really have to do is just sit with it and wait it out. And I, it just, it was so amazing. The dichotomy between what was in my head, what my head was filled with because I participated in my head being filled up with that. I mean, it's, and it's all really just habitual responses and there's nothing evil or bad or wrong about it. It's just, this is the way our brains are wired. And when we feel certain feelings, all of a sudden thoughts start happening and it's amazing how many of them can happen in such a short period of time. And then it's really just a matter of standing out of the way and letting it do what it does. I don't have to, I don't have to act because I'm thinking something. And after a while, that perspective, that sense of perspective and that sense of objectivity gets stronger because we practice letting it get stronger. We practice paying attention to the gap between what it is that we're thinking about, what we're feeling, and our desire to act on it in some way, and 
you know, between that and what is actually going on that we, that we really can flow with and not necessarily need to react to whatever it is. And that what we think is reality in a lot of cases isn't. It's just we're, we think that our thoughts are reality, but many, time there, many times it's not. And that's just really the only experience I can know is my own. And that's where that's the perspective from which I'm speaking from. And I just walked away from that counter and just was really kind of blown away by the, the dichotomy between what was going on in my head and what was really happening. And what was beautiful about it was that I saved him. It doesn't mean I'm a wonderful person or that I deserve a pat on the back. I just, I'm simply a human being that made a choice. And that choice has been completely facilitated by my choosing to continue to sustain a very ancient practice of paying attention to what goes on in my mind. And it's incredibly simple. The focus is very simple. It's just very, very difficult sometimes to sit with the thoughts that I'm having. But if I can just continue to cultivate that perspective, that mind space or that head space, I don't have to be carried away by everything that I'm thinking. I don't have to believe it. And the beautiful part was hopefully that made his day better. It certainly made my day better. And I didn't have to live the rest of my day and the rest of my life, you know, with feeling any sense of guilt or shame about, you know, lashing out at someone who really, A, couldn't do anything about it to begin with, and B, didn't really, did not deserve to be treated that way at all. And I know that I really want to treat people with love. I want to treat myself with love. And uh, it's got to start here with me first. And so I find that in in order to do that, it's really about, you know, that's another reason why I practice mindfulness, because at the end of the day, I want to be able to treat myself with love and care and respect so that I can also do that outwardly and radiate that outwardly to everyone else that's in the world. And all I can do is my part, but I realize that uh, that is all I can do anyway because I'm just one human being. But I do have this choice, and, and mindfulness practice really does help and facilitate and strengthen my ability to try to be the best human being I can be.